this is Ozda Matar, and I'm your host for Season 3 of the International Voices at Queen's Podcast. This episode is recorded on the traditional lands of Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples, and it features guests with international experiences. This episode, my guest and I are talking about academic well-being and accessing resources and services for students with disabilities. I am with Getachu Tadese, and in his research, he explores the lived experience of persons with mobility impairments. His study sheds light into their participation in leisure and recreation activities. Thank you very much. My name is Getachu, and uh, I came from Ethiopia. I'm a first-year PhD student in rehabilitation therapy. So, how long have you been? In Canada? Uh, since May 2022. How do you like Queens? I like it because as a person with disability, I found it's good. Would you like to elaborate on the challenges people with disabilities or mobility impairments experience in participating in recreation? First, uh, participation of a person with disabilities in leisure and recreation is recognized by the International Convention, which is called United Nations Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. So so they explicitly stated that a state party should ensure the participation of a person with disabilities in general in recreation and leisure activities. But we are facing difficulties of accessing it. So the major uh, challenges, the first one is intrapersonal challenge. This is related with our psychological characteristics that our self-esteem, person with disabilities, self-confidence, mm-hmm. person with disabilities, leisure, I mean self-confidence and esteem is affected by even our, our socialization. Because the parents, the communities uh, disregard the inclusion of children with disabilities in leisure and recreational activities. So when we grow up, we didn't give much attention. The second challenge is interpersonal that is related with the problem of getting support from others. The mm-hmm. peers, the friends, the family members, the neighbors and the communities in general. The society doesn't give much attention for a person with disabilities participation mm-hmm. in those areas. I'm wondering if there's lack of enough support stems from the fact that not many people know about the rights people with disabilities have? Yeah, that's another problem because we may not know clearly our rights. So that's information gap, which is the third problem, structural challenges. This structural challenge is related with lack of transportation and uh, this is also related with inaccessibility of the physical environment, inaccessibility of information for this leisure and recreation activities. Okay, I'd like to turn our attention to your experience at Queen's. What are some obstacles that students with especially physical disabilities may encounter here? Actually, I didn't experience that much difficulties of accessing resources or inclusion in at Queen's because I came through the scholarship opportunity of the MasterCard Foundation Scholars Program. So the program arranging 
all the services that I I need. So I can consider myself I, I'm I'm included in the queens or in the community. Mm-hmm. Even during the winter season, there was a problem of mobility. So I'm using crunches. So I was facing difficulties of mobility. So during that time, the program arranged me a taxi for daily activities that ensure my inclusion during that. If this service is not available for me or person with physical impairments may experience these mobility challenges because of the weather. The other challenge is finding accessible housing for a person with mobility impairments. For me as a person with physical impairment, I have to find a place where accessible for a bus. Mm-hmm. That also creates another problem, financial problem. When we see the accessible houses, for example, if you want to hire a rent a house around downtown, that, that's difficult for a student with a disability as a physical impairment, accessing or affording. When the place is more accessible, the payment increases. So the housing issue is the major problem for a person with physical impairment. You're right. I'm wondering if you received any assistance from someone within the university when you were house searching. Yeah, I got the services from the Queen's Accessibility Support and Quick. Mm-hmm. I am facing difficulties of accessing part-time jobs. Hmm. The jobs posted online requires or demands physical function. Because even, even when I see the job descriptions, they clearly stated the physical characteristics that they wanted for that job application. So when I see all those descriptions, just immediately refrain from applying. Uh, mm-hmm. Even I tried, I applied even somewhere, but the, this kind of job is not good for you and the, their replies was so. That was something that I had not considered before. Um, that brings me to the other thing. So you already mentioned a few units within the university as resources. You mentioned Quick Queen's Accessibility Services, and you also mentioned that the specific program that you came with has been very helpful. Are there any other units that you go to when a concern arises? No, I had communication with those with those officers or individuals working in the office. Mm-hmm. Did that communication begin before you arrived? Yeah, I had the Mastercard Foundation Scholars Program connected me with the Quinsas and, uh-huh. and I had a Zoom meeting with them before I came to Canada. And they gave me detailed information about the issue of accessibility in, in Queens and my writers at Queens University and even not only at Queens, in general in, in Kingston, in Canada, including the housing issues for a person with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Actually, in collaboration with the MasterCard program, they gave me what kind of documentation I have to fulfill before I arrive at Queens for a verification of my disability. Hello, I'm Alan Jeans, Manager of Queen's Student Accessibility Services, or QSAS. Our QSAS team is made up of nine wonderful accessibility advisors, each supporting a specific faculty, as well as three dedicated and welcoming intake coordinators, ready to support all new-to-QSAS students as they begin their accommodation journey. At QSAS, we work with students, instructors, and other university stakeholders to remove academic barriers arising from disability-related functional impacts, while also upholding class program essential requirements. Whether you are an international student or a Canadian citizen, you're new to Queen's or newly diagnosed, Queen's Student Accessibility Services is here and ready to connect with you. Visit our website at queensu.ca backslash studentwellness backslash accessibility dash services to learn more about our QSAS services and the work that we do.
specific recommendations for for incoming students who might have a disability. Yeah, whether they are international or domestic students coming to Queens or Kingston, the first thing they have to communicate ahead with any concerned individuals or the offices in Atatwin. Mm-hmm. They have to know the documents they have to bring. For example, a medical document, I'm a physical impairment that everyone can see me and understand that I have a disability. Even it needs documents for any application. Thank you very much. You've given a lot of useful tips. This podcast aims to support members of the university community with intercultural realities. It also serves as a resource for those who seek to better understand the experiences of individuals with intercultural and multilingual realities. This episode is produced by Queen's University International Center and Student Academic Success Services. The music for our podcast series was created by Kingston musician and Santur performer Sadaf Amini. I'd like to thank her for sharing her unique tunes with us. You can find out about her music on her website www.sadafamini.ca. Thank you to the CFRC team for their support. My mentors and thinking partners in this project were Lydia Skulstad and Alyssa Forstner. I appreciate their guidance. I'd like to close this episode by acknowledging that as an international doctoral candidate in Queen's Cultural Studies program, I'm grateful to be able to live, learn, and play on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and the Anishinaabeg peoples. Thank you for listening.